last week on Discount Heroes. The two figures, one man and one woman, look at you uneasily. Don't pay any attention to them. They'll be gone in a couple minutes. And she reaches over, and there's a there's a bell at the end of the table, and starts ringing. You know that we're not about to disappear, and we know that there's no reinforcements coming. So how about we figure out a way to work together? These guys, they went through the tunnels. They're, they're real people. I think we should just work with these guys. Let them, let them go. I don't know, Knox. Maybe I am dead. I, I, I can't see or feel anything. Knox, do you still have that canister with you? Yeah, yeah, I, I kept it with me. Do you see the canister spontaneously start to fill itself up? All right, guys, so I guess we're ready to, to sail this thing. Does anyone have experience sailing one of these? I pull out my indiscriminate hat and flip it into the captain's shape. Guys, hey, welcome, welcome back, welcome back. Guys, it's been it's been so long. Quinsley, and Quinsley falls, and he just falls into the ground and disappears. No! Guys, I think he fell into a hole. Welcome to Discount Heroes, where questionable results are always guaranteed. We're a chaotic character and story-driven real-play podcast. We're a group of five friends who've all known each other for 15-plus years. we played countless hours of questionable D&D, and now we want to share with you the game we love so much. My name is Brent. I'm the DM. We got four players here. Why don't you introduce yourselves and who you're playing? Hey guys, it's Tyler. I'll be playing Copes, the Circle of the Stars Druid. Hey, this is Aaron. I'll be playing Dimarok. No, hold on. Hey, this is Dimarok, and now I'm on two boats. And I'll be played by Aaron. And I'm a tiefling bard. (laughs) This is Jared, playing the part of Thrasher, the human barbarian. And this is Matt, playing Nox Longfoot, the gnome wizard. Can y'all put your cameras on? Because this is annoying. Yeah, Jared, why'd you turn yours off? It's hard not to see y'all. If they don't have to be on camera, I don't have to be on camera. Also, Aaron, you may sound a little muffled this episode. I just want anybody to see my sadness. It's been a rough day. I'm sorry to hear about your day, buddy. I didn't want to tell you about it. I mean, I'm sorry to hear that much about it. 
Yeah. Oh, that was right. Yes. <laughs> I wish I didn't have to hear anything. Perfect. Thank you. All right. We got an easy question for everyone. I'd like to hear what's the best vacation you ever went on and why? My favorite vacation I've ever been on was a seven-day cruise to the Bahamas where a hurricane ended up hitting our port and we got a free four extra days just sailing around Cozumel and the worst thing that happened to me that on that ship was I had to stop drinking Belvedere and start drinking Svetka. It's a pretty tragic but because they ran out or what? Yeah, they ran out. Yeah, because he drank all the Belvedere. <laughs> drank all the Belvedere. But a uh, great trip. I've honestly had a lot of trips that were really, really good. I used to go to New York once a year to visit family friends. Uh, gone to Florida a few times with big groups of friends. But <clears throat> one of my favorites and probably the most entertaining story was going to Folly Beach yep. with Aaron and Tyler's family. While they were all just like hanging out real chill style at a couple of bars and like getting food and stuff, I just walked from bar to bar to bar and got one drink from every bar. Every bar. Every single bar on Folly Beach. All of them. And their mom chased me down to make me drink water. She did. <laughs> but it wasn't hard because you were crawling by that point. <laughs> by the time I somehow made my way back to the hotel room, they were taking bets on whether or not I'd be arrested. I lost a lot of money by the time you came home. She found him right outside the taco restaurant, laying on the ground, going like, mm, 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 mm. I was safe, though. I, you know, I was just walking around, getting a drink, and being very friendly to everybody. You met that very nice bartender who seemed to like you a lot. Yeah, she was awesome. Esmeralda. I liked her a lot, too. Yeah, her name, weird enough, was Esmeralda. Hey, Jared, it's good to see you again. <laughs> uh, I don't have any funny stories. So uh, my honeymoon was nice. It was a week in Jamaica. Probably the coolest thing I ever did on vacation, though, was we went to Puerto Rico one time, and they have a bioluminescent bay. So we went out at, like, in the middle of the night and met some tour guide at a tree randomly nice. on the side of a road. And he was like, yeah, just get into the kayak. We're going to go on this excursion and for a while we all thought we were just gonna die um but then the water started glowing and every <laughs> time you moved like the paddle or anything through the water it would glow because the plankton in it were bioluminescent it was really fucking cool so he's like i swear man i'm not gonna kill you this water's gonna glow any second you're like okay yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna talk about how it was your honeymoon so you finally got to do more than hand stuff no that wasn't my honeymoon i said my honeymoon or this oh, oh sorry can i say a different one yeah. Yeah. So my favorite vacation was I went to Oregon with my mom not too long ago. And we just did this big trip driving through and seeing some of the big scenery there. And I love fishing. And she ended up taking me trout fishing for the first time. Me and her on a guided trip for a few hours down the Willamette. And I think we, I mean, we caught, I can't even count how many trout we caught, probably 40, 50. And we just couldn't stop catching them. It was a great trip and great guide. First time fly fishing. Why do you think it was so peaceful and calm for you two? Was there anyone not there? That... Was there anyone not there? That you <laughs> I couldn't imagine. <laughs> no, for some reason, we just had a lot of like deep, intellectual, thought-provoking conversations that weren't, they didn't seem to be interrupted by. There was no one just <laughs> jumping in the way like, er, look at me, farts. <laughs> I don't remember that, no, but I couldn't tell you why. <laughs> 
got two favorite trips. The first one that was the longest to go was the the first vacation I had after I turned 21. In fact, I turned 21 the day that we arrived. Oh, yes. That's my favorite trip, too. Yes. <laughs> okay, maybe that's my favorite trip. Dang it. I'm surprised. Yeah, no. Well, we're not friends anymore because you guys didn't say that one. We were saving it for you, bro. Hey, do you want to take some <laughs> friendship points away from them and give them to me or something? I, in fact, I do. But That feels fair, honestly. <laughs> So I turned 21 on the trip. Nobody else was 21. I didn't buy them alcohol illegally, if any cops are listening. He did. He went every day. Every day, because we just wouldn't buy enough. <laughs> every day. And we met these people from South Carolina while we were there. And we just became really instant friends with the whole group of people and hung out with them nearly every day. And they had this crazy situation going on where they got this guy was in love with this girl on the trip, but she was literally just <laughs> hooking up with everybody but him. And then they threw a two-story kegger, and we met that wrestler, that that pro MMA guy, the pro MMA fighter that we later saw at a three eleven concert. I think. Yes. What? Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. World is small, yo. I've never been on a trip where we just made friends with like so many people simultaneously there was that lady double d remember that lady pardon uh yeah definitely remember double d and she came up to hang out with us and told us her name was double d and you know we're 21 or younger on vacation so we just accepted that <laughs> met a lot of cool people on that trip also speaking of bad driving when i was in jamaica one time we were on a bus and we're sitting in traffic <laughs> and a guy just gets run over he's walking across the street in the middle of nowhere gets run over flipped up on the glass breaks the windshield there's literally blood all over it the guy gets out of his car freaking out the dude that got hit just stands up picks up his grocery bag and keeps walking like nothing fucking happened <laughs> i feel like that needs to be a guy in the campaign <laughs> also real quick on that vacation brent describe the first one we got locked out of our room and we convinced the lady at the front desk to let me climb. Oh my God. To let us into the room next to it and climb over the balcony into our room to go in and unlock the door from the inside. That is not okay. Yeah, third story, like a three foot gap. Tyler stands up on the one balcony and climbs over. She's like, oh, he did a good job. I'm like, oh, you're fucking crazy. Oh, that the story about Kevin there is great. On the first day, on the first day of that trip, maybe second, Kevin lost a pair of like my $3 sunglasses in the waves and not wanting to anger me, walked like maybe two, three, four miles down the beach looking for them. Then walked up to the boardwalk and tried to walk back to the hotel, got lost, tried to call everybody because he couldn't find us. By the time he finally got back at like nine o'clock that night, he was red. He had no money, no <laughs> shoes. He was only in his bathing suit. Oh and he God. walked around for like 12 hours that day in the sun. Lost. <laughs> and he spent the rest of the trip in horrible pain from his sunburn. <laughs> While everybody had the trip of their lives. Oh. <laughs> it was awful. This wasn't the most adventurous thing we did. But for whatever reason, we had the most relaxing one day of that trip where we just watched Malcolm in the middle until like two in the afternoon. Oh yeah, we did. That was great. That's a great day. I think that was right before we made Everclear Jello. 
by the way. It was just Tyler doing all two, all the other all the voices. <laughs> oh yeah. Just me and two gazelles just getting it. <laughs> I want it bad. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> So let's go ahead and begin the game. Please. <laughs> Last week, our intrepid adventurers met a pair of carpenters who were oddly not that interested in meeting them. <laughs> Named Doug and Helga, they seemed to expect our adventurers to fade away for some reason, and when they didn't, were concerned and called for help. After ringing some alarm bells to Cope's dismay, they were equally dismayed to find that no one was coming to rescue them. Sensing the futility of their situation, they became oddly agreeable and decided to help the party in return for gainful employment. The party helped them finish up building a smaller lifeboat version, dubbed it Jumpy, and took off. As they left the workshop hidden by illusion, they contacted Braddock who revealed that they'd been seemingly gone for a week. Finding the ship, they reunited with Florgobuns, who received two new subordinates. And as Braddock and Quinsley returned to the ship, a thunderous sound echoed in the distance, causing Quinsley to trip and fall into a suddenly invented cavern in the ground. <laughs> suddenly invented. Well, why don't you go ahead and say some more no, Jared. No! We could have cut that in. <laughs> we, there, was, there was no need for that. <laughs> that was good. It's more fun when you can see him do it. Hey, the Zencaster wasn't recording. Jared, could you hit that one more time for me? <laughs> no, I'm just... <laughs> we, don't, we can't see him because the camera's off. But he just passes out. <laughs> I jump off the ship. I jump off the ship, too. All right, running over to where Quincy fell. Yeah. No, Brent. Just the other way into the forest. I'm looking for a waterfall. Yeah, Brent, don't be stupid. You walk over, look into the invented hole that he fell into. I peek in. Oh, and you see a, a little glow down there. How far down? Like 180 feet. 180 feet? Yeah, but it, it seems to be getting closer. Oh, he's in a, he's in one of the... Sonus? Sonus, is that you? So I peek over to the hole, I call out to him. After a few moments, you see Quincy's face. <sighs> he seems to be rising on his own. Dang, it's just Quincy. <clears throat> you see the strange-looking magic. It actually maybe looks a little bit familiar to you, Copes. Little orbs of light, almost like stars, orbiting around him as he levitates upward. Huh. <laughs> it's beautiful. Ah, oh, hey guys. Were you worried? Uh, yeah. Well, a little bit. Yeah, you fell in a hole. They just appeared out of nowhere. What just happened? And why'd you trip? Don't scare me like that again. I got scared when I heard that noise. I didn't see this giant hole in the ground. It's really deep, by the way. What was down there? Just unending blackness. Oh, cool. Normal, normal. It's like space. 
Thrasher got in a hole and almost got bit in half, so I'd count yourself lucky. Yeah, and it was only like six foot deep. My underneath darkness had a cage on the other side. What was... Are you, are you magical now? What was that? What was that whole thing? He lands softly on the ground and the orbs dissipate. Oh yeah, I told you. I cut a deal with Legis. Okay. This is part of the deal. I get a little bit of his power. You got some juice. Ah, oh, you juiced up, bro. You juicing. Yeah, I prefer not to use it to kill any people anymore. But, you know, if, if you really need me to, then... Well, I'd still rather not, but if it comes to it. I've told you once, I'll tell you again. We can handle all the killing. Can you like, do that whenever? Uh, there's some stipulations to it, but yeah. More or less. I push him in the hole. No! <laughs> no. Does he float back out? He floats back out. That's really cool, bro. Yeah, I can't do it that often, but, you know. I bet you got at least three, and then I push him in the hole. I stop it. <laughs> oh, it's good to see you guys. Where you guys been? It's been like a week. It's been a day. You behind a waterfall. That sounds just like you guys. He does, doesn't it? Yeah, there's something crazy going on over there. People are fighting about something. And there's like a big group of people arguing. Yeah, what was that sound? I don't know. We came running when we heard that you were back. It seemed like some kind of conflict was stirring. Did you get any idea what they were arguing about? Uh, there was like a bunch of guys that looked like wizards and a bunch of guys that looked like not wizards yelling at each other. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. You could tell which ones were wizards because of how frail and weak that they look. I push them in the hole. I put my arm up for a high five. Yep, those are wizards for sure. Does he float back out? <laughs> Is he still a secret ninja? Does he get a dex check to not be pushed in a hole? Well, I mean, he casts fly, so it lasts like an hour. So he's technically good. So look, do you guys want to go see what the all casters are doing with the, in that fight? Or maybe we could use this as our chance as a distraction to get in the castle. Well, I think we should at least check out what this is. And if we want to peel off and head to the castle, we can. Yeah, maybe we could maybe we could instigate it further first. Yeah, we could keep that small ship with us if we want. Froggy. Let's take the jumpy. I mean, jumper. Dang it. <laughs> well, jumpy. Yeah. Who's jumpy? It's our new cool ship. And a dim rock points behind him in a majestic way. The ship that we helped build? Look at it. I took some of those boards from there and put them there. And now it looks cooler. I like the two by fours just randomly nailed to the side. It's not random, it's art. Oh, oh. Oh, you're right. When I focus on it, I can tell. That's right. I kind of thought Doug would have fixed that by now. Uh, I think he's busy with Fargo's orders. Hey, Fargo Buds! Oh, God. Eh? Hey, would you cover this hole, please? Oh, that one right there on the ground? Yes, you mother... Yes. Oh, man, I spent like three days digging that. Ah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Cover it up, please. All right, aye, aye, Captain. And you hear him yelling out, Doug, Helga. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, Quinsley, uh, Braddock, you coming with us to go check out this wizard fight? Let's see what's going on. Are we going to stay much longer here? Did you guys get what you needed? 
We don't know. I don't think we found anything. Pretty much back where we started. And we, we did deal with that whole font thing. Well, there was that little thing, but uh, we don't know if that was it. We don't know if that stopped the world crisis, but, I mean, it was definitely a problem. I mean, it might, might be nice to try to figure out if that had something to do with the souls and everything that happened. Oh, and the monsters and stuff, yeah. The castle is rebuilding itself, too, now. Yeah, it's probably full of treasure, too. Onward and upward. Okay, it sounds like you guys did get something done. <laughs> Maybe. All right, I climb up into the jumpy and bring it to the ground. <laughs> I, I, I jump onto jumpy. Yep. All right, boys. Hop in. I get in. All right, everybody hops in. I tilt it forward into the hole. Clargobuns, Doug, and Helgar are staying behind, it sounds like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They got work to do. There's only 18 hours in a day. I'm going to message Doug and say, listen, Doug, <laughs> you don't let that motherfucker fly the ship. I don't care what you and Helga have to do, but don't let that happen. Uh, who, who is this? Just don't. Fuck, fuck you. And then I <laughs> tilt the ball back and fly off to the ship. Or to the castle. No, towards the argument. Isn't it at the castle? I think it's in the town square. It's like, yeah, in the village surrounding the castle. Isn't there the town square right in front of the castle? Yeah, it's probably close. I mean, the castle is like 100 plus feet above the village surrounding it. I fly to where the argument is happening. You fly in that direction. You hear increasing numbers of thunderclaps explosions off in the distance as you approach. And as you get closer, you see that there are a group of uh, people standing in a cluster around each other, and they're just lobbing off bolts of lightning, fireballs, as people run and dart for cover in the surrounding area. You see that there are some people that have uh, like taken cover behind trees or buildings, and they're attempting to shoot arrows, slings, and other ranged weapons into the group. And they're having some success, but it seems like the, there's some kind of battles going on that's pretty scattered. You see Kit standing at the lead of that group with the wands. Nox. What does Kit look like now? Does he have his cowboy hat on? or He does not have a cowboy hat on. This is the one that you saw previously, the one that betrayed you. Evil Kit. Is he shouting anything? Any type of commands? Yeah, what's he shouting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's he shouting, Brett? Yeah, what's he shouting in his greaser voice? Burn them all! Burn them all! I don't know. Is that a wait greaser voice? Yeah, the the, the kit from the from the room. Yeah, this is the John Travolta kit. Yeah, I'll burn them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. We should burn them all. Knox, that voice you fell in love with. Kit is with this group of people who are all like wearing the amulets. Like that's the people with the wands, right? It's not wizards per se. It's not wizards per se, yeah. But they look sickly and frail. They are all wearing amulets. It seems like it. I mean, it's hard to tell at a distance, but you can you can surmise. Okay. Well, then who are the other guys? Uh, you see Mokila at, at some point. It looks like they're all the villagers. You didn't meet too many of them. I think we only met him. Yeah. <laughs> Can I dive off the ship and tackle him from above? 
I will bring you closer. <laughs> Come on. Just ask me. Now. Okay, listen. Is he saying anything? Like anything that would give us an idea of what they're arguing about exactly? Or Okay, sure. I may have assumptions, but... If you just surrender, all of you, then we won't have any problems anymore. But until then, blast them! And he fires a bolt of lightning at a, at a building nearby and partially blows a hole in it. I'd like to cast something on him. What do you think, Knox? You know this guy. Apparently I don't. I don't know what's going on and what kit this is and if this is the right kit or the wrong kit, but whatever the hell he's doing can't happen. What's the plan, Magic Man? And then I jump off the ship. Okay, there we go. I follow, just diving off. It's like, all right, that's the plan. Oh, shit. Yeah, here we go. I stay on the ship. Okay. I got my winged boots, which I read about. They last for four hours. I can turn them on and off at will. Each instance I turn them off consumes at minimum one minute. And eight every, every eight hours, they regain two hours charge. Okay. So, I'll be flying. So, you have that, Matt has Featherfall, and then Thrasher just left off the boat. How high are we up? That's what I wanted to figure out before y'all jumped. Well, I figured we wouldn't be that high. That's why I wanted to talk about it before you did, like, in character. Yeah, I mean, I figured it would be an appropriate height. I don't know, like 20, 30 feet, something like that. Here's what I was kind of thinking. I was thinking, like, 70. Here's what I was kind of thinking. If we, like, we, if we could, pers- you know... Look at the battle. I would come swooping in, like, in front, in between them, and then let y'all disembark. That's how I saw it happening. Okay. Okay. You want to jump back to that, and we can... Like your angels. Like, copes his angels. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. You hear Kit yelling, Just bring me the wizards. Just bring them to me, and this all stops. I cut the ball left and down. I'm going to swoop in and swoop in between the two parties, right in between them, and I say, All right, boys, here's your chance. And I fly down about 10 feet close to the ground, right in between them. I look at Thrash and I say, Thrash, he's calling for the wizards. Let's go. Let's do this. Demarok clicks his heels and activates his winged boots and dives off behind his two teammates. That was a good call, Copes, because I don't have Featherfall prepared right now. So Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you were just going to have us all jump to our deaths. <laughs> No, I mean, I figured we were only 30 or 40 feet up. Well, that's 4d10. <laughs> okay, can I, out of character real quick, I guess I'm kind of confused about who's on whose side. Who's the good guys? So Kit and them were trying to kill the wizard. Because if the wizards are bad, but Kits are trying to kill the wizards, who do we? Who are we going for? All we know right now is Kit locked us in the basement. Right, but he's trying to kill the wizards that were killing the million, the thousands of souls. Correct. So we're not with that dude? Um, I don't think it's... Is he fighting the bad guys, maybe? We have to remember the scene when we first met him, at least in that moment, like Knox was not with that idea. Right. So he was told if the font of magic was turned off, no wizards would be harmed. Also, Brent said Mokio. Mokila. Mokila was on the other side. And he wasn't a wizard. He was just a normal townsperson. Plus, his name rhymes with tequila. Right. So we got to take that into account. He's a good guy. 
Mokila and Madka. His twin brother. <laughs> and their idiot cousin, Bum. I was going to say Mum. <laughs> I'm still confused. Are we not on anybody's side yet? I don't think we know yet. Okay. Okay. As long as I'm not like behind there. We're, I mean, we've been anti-true allcasters pretty much this whole time, right? We have, but it kind of seems like they might be on to something. Yeah, but we healed the, the people, and then they're assaulting the castle. Because they don't know they've been healed. I'm anti-true allcaster. Yeah, I'm into attack kit. He tricked us and locked us down there to get us killed. Okay, that's where I was at. I just, okay. Fair. All right, so we dive off then. I think we need to play that out in character. Yeah, for sure. I know every time we go to fight something, you want to talk to it, Aaron. Well, I was about to. On my way down, I wanted to cast a spell on Kit there. You can. You just yeah. jumped. Do it. All right, I'm jumping off, and I'm casting a new spell I have called Fast Friends. And I cast it on a humanoid within range, and they have to roll a wisdom saving throw or become charmed by me for up to an hour. And the creature will be charmed in a way that will undertake any task or service that I ask of it in a friendly manner to the best of its ability. So, Jared, you were right. He is going to go down there and talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know my party. So, wisdom saving throw. Okay. You see that his face grows a little bit more drawn. His skin gets a little paler as your spell is completely absorbed into the amulet around his neck. Oh... Uh... Okay. I forgot about that. <laughs> and then I uh, and I take evasive maneuvers with my boots. Do I have to make an Arcana check to say what we just figured out? To what? What did you figure out? Well, it seems like the more magic those things absorbs, it just takes more out of them. No, we learned that. Oh, we did. But it was taking, yeah, it was taking a toll, oh. and it was using their life force. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, that's in the in the chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nox is gonna do jump off and just try to literally cross body tackle him from the ship. Thrasher's sticking with uh Nox. Just two wizards back to back. Two buff wizards. All right, you run in to tackle him. I'd say you guys jumped in. You're now obviously part of what's going on. So he's going to get a chance to just say something first, and then we're going to do initiative if you if this is going to be a fight. Yeah, we forgot to observe. Before we do that, could I just say real quick, two buff wizards coming to CBS primetime, 7 p.m. Eastern Central. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget about their comedy relief friend, Demarok. Here comes Demarok. You know, that, that phrase that we always say. Do you do a Spider-Man landing, Knox? Like a superhero landing? No, I think he's trying to land on Kit. I'm trying to land on him. Air tackle. Oh, okay. Well, if it's going to be like that, then we're going to go ahead and roll for initiative. Okay. Here we go. Cope's got a six. 16 for Demarok. Oh, five for Knox. 15 for Thrasher. All right, so Kit raises his wand as Knox says you come down. What did you do? I keep losing the accent. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's different every time he opens his mouth. <laughs> Make him cowboy kit, but this one's in a black cowboy hat. Oh, evil cowboy kit. 
Hey, this is a different world, isn't it? Yeah, it's some Westworld shit. If our kid's voice was changing. Yeah, but he's already done it. Yeah, it's his changing body. What did you do? Oh my <laughs> god, no. Oh, it's droopy. Never mind, just go back to... What did you do? As he raises his wand up at you, Nox, and fires a bolt of lightning at you. Okay. Dodge it, Nox. Yeah, oh, sorry, I dodge. I block it. Really cool. So this is a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Should have made my thing to be proficient in those instead of athletics. That's a nine. That'll do it. Woo! That's probably high enough, right? Yo, hit us up on the Twitter to, to say if you think that's high enough. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wait for the Twitter results. Hold on. Yeah, it's high enough. It's high enough. Woo! All right. All right. How much health do you have? Just so I can know how bad to feel before I roll this. <laughs> I'll let you know after. Okay. You take 30 damage. Oof. What kind of damage? It is lightning. Yes, do it, Matt. All right. I'm going to cast Absorb Elements. So as, yeah. the, uh, as the bolt strikes through my chest, uh, I'm going to stay in my ground and the bolt kind of absorbs through it and starts crackling around my scimitar in my hand. Oh, okay. So you take, what, half damage from that? Half damage, correct. Nice. That's a good one to do that on. Mm-hmm. Oh. So 15? Oh. 15. Yeah, I look real tough, but I, I'm like, oh, shit. Guys, watch out. <laughs> it's real hard, guys. The other's draw their wands on you guys they're not attacking but it says what did you do what did you do that's gotta be you right Knox turn the font down that's what you said to do but yeah I didn't think you'd actually do it I thought you were gonna <laughs> die down there <laughs> now you've gone and ruined everything <laughs> I didn't even get to dip none of the cheese in it. <laughs> Who knows what that font do? <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> what do you mean we ruined everything? You told us to do it, you dumbass. I thought you'd die just like... Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would die just like everybody else did. Hey, we're harder to kill than we look, partner. Yeah, we had a little help down there, partner. other me damn it <laughs> that's right i should have made sure he was dead well we'll make sure you're dead buddy well whatever you did the castle came to life pushed us all out of it all the wizards came back returned to their normal forms fled hiding in the village here but we're not gonna let him get away are we boys and they say, no, together. <laughs> you want us all to be wizards? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let's do it. Three, two, one. No! No, I'm a dorky little wizard. Yeah. How dare you even suggest that? That's right. Wizard, no! Is that what you wanted there? That's right, guys. Way to have my back. Now, <laughs> is it time for... I'll just say out of character and out of the podcast. Is Should we get Cowboy Kit out here? I don't think Cowboy Kit can come out. He's gone. Okay. Well, he's in your 
Okay. I thought. <laughs> Just throw it on the ground. I thought maybe you could. Yeah, you smash it like a Pokeball. Pokemon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cowboy Kit comes out to fight Kit. Cowboy Kit, I choose you. <laughs> Okay, never mind. <laughs> I love that idea now. <laughs> I wish that's how this worked. One day. Collect all the different special kits and make them fight each other. <laughs> Quick question for you. On that note, we still have the Sable, correct? Yes. Okay. Thought Sables was wizards. The walls started coming to life. Pushed us out every way that we went. Just led us straight out of the building. Well, maybe you didn't belong there, Kit. Maybe not, but the wizards here, they still deserve to die. And if you set them free, well, I think it's time for you to die too. Now you were my friend once, Knox, but no longer. You know what, Kit? I don't know if you were the one I was ever a friend with. Ooh. Somewhere out there, maybe, but not you. Partner. <laughs> I'm going to make sure that you die. I'm not going to send you on a fool's errand that mistakenly ends up helping your cause again. <laughs> he looks up in the sky. He says, Next, I need your help for a little bit. <gasps> oh, no. no. Did I miss something? A little figure spontaneously appears in the air. A figure you recognize. Hi, guys! Son of a bitch. Oh, <laughs> no! 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 Uh, I hate to tell you this, Kit, but with the font being closed and everything, uh, you can't really fulfill the terms of your part of the deal any longer. <laughs> so I'm not going to be able to help you with this one, guy. Looks like you broke two deals in one day, Kit. And that looks like it's going to suck for you, bud. The Kit, just his face is turning red with anger. Oh, no, I'm going to make sure you die. I'm going to make sure. And he pulls out a, one of those canisters. And then he just pops the top and then drinks it. Oh, no. Here comes Super Kid. Ultra Kid. I saw this in the mask. 1992 Jim Carrey special. The other people <laughs> who are with him seemed worried that he is doing this. Like, they don't know what to expect, maybe. And let me pull up the picture of what he's going to turn into so I can describe it. Aaron, the mask was 1994. Do they feel like they're staying loyal to him? Or can we not tell that? You can't really tell that. They definitely didn't seem to expect him to do this. Okay. I bet they look a little fearful. Kit downs the contents of the canister. And Kit's head explodes. Oh, oh, oh what? <laughs> I was not thinking you were going to say that, bro. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> That's hey, different. Little out of left field there. Anybody see that coming? <laughs> we did it! <laughs> Who had Kit's head explodes on their charts? <laughs> yeah. We playing squares? A black swirling torrent of magic replacing it. Its depths revealing just a black abyss within. The amulet shatters, crumbling into dust around his neck as he begins swelling. 
The people behind him begin collapsing to the ground, their essence, maybe even their souls, absorbing into the black abyss that forms his head. His body swells with skeletal faces bulging outward, screaming in pain and agony. You feel something within yourselves, maybe even your own souls, being pulled forth. No. <laughs> and a figure appears in front of you. Jariah. It's Kit. Which one? Cowboy Kit appears for just a moment, holding up his hand in a creating a makeshift barrier between you and this thing. Back up, fellas. I, I got you here. Ah, Kit. Thank you, partner. I can I fly down and scoop him? Scoop what? I'm in the airship still. Can I scoop my boys? Oh, you want to scoop them? Yeah, I want to fly up towards him. Oh, do y'all want to stay down there? No. Nah, we got to stay down here. It's time. As the rest of the figures collapse to the ground, their bodies becoming decrepit, frail. What? The, all the people that were with him. The true outcasters. Yeah, he done sucked up his, their energies. He done sucked up their energies. Damn. He's done sucked up their energies. You gotta get back. <laughs> the fucking image of this black swirling thing sucking souls in while golden cowboy kit protects us is... Yeah. It's fucking chef's kiss. Top notch. Yeah. Chef's yeah. kiss. Oh. It's like we just run first place in the rodeo. <laughs> like I'm on top of the biggest bowl, you know? My hat, my hand. Yeah. I love it. Give it a good yeehaw. <laughs> there it is. You just wanted yeehaw again. I love it, man. I've been doing this since I was a kid. You know what, partner? I can't blame you. <laughs> His real southern voice. <laughs> After a few moments, the barrier that Kits provided you for a brief moment cracks and then shatters, and he too is pulled within. No! Brent. God dang it. Brent. We can cut that part. <laughs> can redo it. You gotta save him. He did the do -si do of death, boys. Somebody go turn that knob. <laughs> right. I fly back into the... <laughs> All right, Kit, I'll never forgive you what you did to Kit. <laughs> Kit will be mine. All right, guys, Kit did his part. It's our turn now. We're going to go check out the castle. <laughs> well, he said if we save him, it was like, that seems ridiculous. The torrent that makes up his head swirls violently, and you can feel air and matter being pulled into it, even from where you stand. Air and matter? Yeah, like it's pulling in dirt and rocks and people if they're nearby. How close is range? Uh, you'll have to find out. Oh, Shinrock <laughs> flies further away as soon as that shit pops off. 61 feet. Is it to the point where we can't stand close to it? You'll have to find out. It'll be fine. So we're going to fight this thing, right? You're damn right we are. Okay. Come on, you've been wanting to kill him ever since he locked you in that elevator. Is it still wearing a necklace? It shattered when he drank this thing and swelled up to that size. You get what you get, then you gotta fight Kit. There it is. <sighs> Episode title. No, don't do that, because then they'll know we fight Kit. I took a lot of turn in order to say all that stuff, so it's Cope's turn. What's the order? How soon am I going? It, it is Demarok, Thrasher, Kit, Copes, Knox. 
Okay, so I'm in the airship with Braddock and Quinsley. Yes. Jumpy. Fuck. Brent, usually I, I'm, I know what I'm going to do, but I'm kind of fucking lost at this point. You didn't expect his head to explode, did you? You know, weird enough, no, we didn't. I also don't know... Let me ask you this, Brent. <laughs> Go on. Is magic going to hurt him again? You don't know. You gotta find out. Is magic hurts? So I'll tell you this. It, it You cannot drive the ship in the same turn that you use your action for something else. Just so you know. I can't do a movement? You can't do a movement to drive the ship, no. Let me do it once. Not even once. Let me do it once. I got a cool idea. No, that's distracted driving. I won't allow it. Let me do it once. Okay, I got it. Can I do a speech action? As much as you want. No, not as much as you want. I take it back. <laughs> Braddock, drive the ship while I do something. Sweep it across the people. I... Does that work? <laughs> sweep it across the people. What a sweep it across the people. She knows what that means. So we've got Kid on this side, right? And then uh, all the people he's attacking over here, right? And there's an area between us. Yeah, not much of an area I was picturing, but yeah. I mean, how much of an area? Seemed like you guys were pretty close, like 20 feet away. And you were 10 feet above the ground. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying all the people they were lobbing spells and arrows at. I mean, they weren't 20 feet apart, right? Oh, no, they're really spread out surrounding these guys, but they're scattered, hiding behind buildings and trees. Um, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to tell Braddock to uh kind of circle like a semicircle drive the ship and i want to cast a wind wall to encompass us and kit so like he can't affect any of the people outside of us that's an interesting idea i need to know what wind wall is though the strong wind keeps fog smoking on the gases at base smaller flying creatures or objects can't pass through the wall loose lightweight materials brought into the wall fly upward arrows bolts and other ordinary Ordinary projectiles launched to targets behind the wall are deflected upward and automatically miss. So I want to protect the citizens of the city with this one wall and close us into this boss fight. Interesting idea. Okay. Yeah, so as Braddock flies, we come in behind Kit and do this semicircle in front of everyone and copes. He leans over the side and takes a deep breath and blows a giant billowing wall of wind that half encircles us and protects the rest of the village people from this uh, evil demon thing. I do a back roll out of the ship and land next to my party. <laughs> <laughs> and then it is Nox's turn. Alright, so am I on the ground? Yeah, I assumed so. You hopped down, I think, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I am going to... What was your rule with inspiration? That you could use it for other stuff? You can use it to take an extra action. Okay, cool. I am going to use my point of inspiration. Are you about to action surge like a fucking fighter? I'm about to action surge. For my first action, I'm going to cast haste on myself. Ooh, what does that look like? As he lands on the ground from the ship, he takes a moment to focus and almost this magical aura builds around him, and he starts to almost see things slow down to him. 
Um, and he's also going to activate a blade song. So he starts whipping his sword back and forth. You hear the humming as it gets louder and louder and a higher pitch as the sword as the sword starts swirling around him faster and faster. And then he's going to just take off like a blur at this creature because I now have 70 feet of movement. So faced. He's too faced. I'm going to try to hit him with a... I'm going to use a scimitar now. And I'm going to try to hit him with a booming blade and my new extra attack so I can attack twice. And then with haste, I get to attack a third time. So I get three attacks here. And you're still crackling with lightning right now. Remember that? Correct. So, yes, on the first attack, I can deal some extra lightning damage. Uh, so the first one will be the booming blade attack. That's only a nine. Second one's an eight. And the third one's a 22. 22 hits. So that is going to be... Uh, so that's going to be nine slashing damage and four lightning damage. Nice. As I drive it into the lower portion of this massive creature. Give me back my kit. You stab one of the faces on his body. <laughs> it calls out in agony as you feel the intensity of the swirling abyss that is his head picks up and it threatens to pull you within. Roll a strength saving throw. Oh no. Oh no. That's so bad. Come on, Knox. That's a it's a one. <gasps> it's a crit fail. Oh no. Oh no. Can I use silvery barbs on that? No, no, it doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Bye, Nox. Yeah, that's fine. No, I like this. Yeah. You feel your feet lifted up off the ground. As you are plunged within the black abyss that is Kit's head. Now, when I see that happen, I I don't think this will stop that, but I did have a reaction to cast. Okay. So as Demarat watches Nox do this wild attack, Tresio and Simblum pop out of his hood and take both of his arms and reach them into his hoodie. And when they pull his arms out of his hoodie pocket, say he has two big symbols and they just slam them together as he casts Crash. And then when an ally does damage, I can make the target of that damage roll a strength saving throw. And if they fail, they take thunder damage equal to half the number I rolled or be knocked prone. It's crash. It's a conducting technique. Oh, okay. It's a conducting technique. Yeah, it's not one I've used. Um, How often can you do that? I do pretty often, honestly. It uses a bardic inspiration every time. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So I say, God. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I just noticed it. Mm. Okay, good. Yeah, good, good. There's a lot of words in all of these. It's like they're really. It's like a whole page of text for like four spells. So he has to make a strength saving throw against this ability. I guess my spell save DC. Yeah, I think it's 15 if I'm correct. It's 16. Thank you. So he fails. So he takes thunder damage equal to half the number rolled and be not prone. Okay, so the number rolled is your bardic inspiration die. So it's a d8. Okay, so I roll a 10. Or he takes four then, right? Or do I roll it? You roll it. Roll to five. So he takes two damage and he's knocked prone. Yeah. All right, falls to the ground. 
imagine his face just fell right on top of Knox yeah. and sucked him <laughs> in. <laughs> like the alligator from Hook. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, sorry guys! With the gaping maw. As Knox is pulled within. Alright, so just so, so you know, Knox, you are paralyzed while you're within this black abyss. You cannot feel or see anything. Nice. And other stuff will happen depending on how long you stay there. Okay. Sounds cozy. You're just chatting away with the other guys. Oh, ooh, Nox's face appears on the side. Oh. Of the creature's body. What is your face saying? Does it say something? Well, I just said the other ones were yelling in agony and stuff, but, I mean, you're a player, so you get more. (laughs) It didn't work! (laughs) (laughs) What a bad time to roll a nat one, man. I know, I should have saved my inspiration. Yeah, that was awful. And now it's Demarok's turn. Alright, seeing uh, Nox just get gobbled up, he thinks to himself, man, I hope I didn't help that happen. And... Almost as an apology, I think Sonus and Tremolo pull his arms back again with those symbols, and they start just creating like a huge ruckus. And he's using a new uh, conducting technique called Majestic Anthem. And I can expend a Bardic Inspiration die, and all creatures that I choose within 60 feet gain temporary hit points equal to the number I roll plus my Charisma modifier, which is 5. That's excellent. Wow. Yeah, so I'm going to pick anybody who's not the evil bad dude. Does that include my face? It does include your face. And then we rolled a seven. So everybody Damn. gets 12. Now, this only lasts for a round, I believe, the HP. He's right. It lasts to the end of his uh, Aaron's next turn. Yeah. So we get 12 extra HP. Yeah, for this round. So use it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the R guys, it's time to be bold. And as, as Kit always said to us, don't squat with your spurs on. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a big crash. Yeah, at the end. Kit's face is on the side. He's like, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I always imagined you would want to tell me that, partner. <laughs> and then with a bonus action, I'll cast a Arctic Inspiration towards Thrash. Hit him extra hard this time, bud. And I fly to a safe spot with my winged boots. So, how far do you fly away? Yeah, like 45 feet away from the dude. Is it like you have the fly spell? Well, I just... My boots are on still from when I dove off the ship. That's when I activated it. No, he's asking, and what's the, what's the actual spell on the boots? Oh, I don't know. It's the same as my walking speed. I just want to be about 45 feet away from the monster guy. So you notice that as you try to fly away, the air is pulling at you, and oh, and all movement away from him is considered difficult terrain, so it uses twice the amount of movement. Okay. So I try to get 30 feet away, and I only get 15 then? Okay. I want to kind of shout that out to everybody. He's like, he's sucking us in! He's sucking us in! Yeah, he is. <laughs> We're all getting like pulled to him. We're like, no shit. <laughs> well, now you at least know. <laughs> all right, now it's Thrasher's turn. Anybody want to guess how I'm going to start my turn? He rage. I bet he rages. How he rages. Yeah, you guys are right. I rage. <laughs> uh, and then you said uh, speaking's a free action, right? Yes. Yeah. 
I say the command word that activates my death metal great axe. What is the command word? Uh, <laughs> it's just a groan. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of something that's not just metal. Anybody got any ideas other than that? Yeah, I do. One second. You can't take it because Mash is going to tell everyone you didn't think of it. Mm? Well, I'll cut it for you this time, <laughs> oh, That's okay. Um, circle pit, headbang, raise the horns. How about raise ooh, the horns? Ooh. All right, yeah, there we go. Wall of death. Let's open up this pit. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. And that ac activates the, the axe. And then I'm going to run up and I'm going to hit that guy a couple times. And you know what? I'm going to do it recklessly. When you rage, is that when the spirits come out? Yes. So describe what those spirits look like now. Do they look different? Well, there's more of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a couple of thrashers <laughs> standing around, too. <laughs> the band's going wild, playing wicked, awesome music. And the thrashers are, you know, like moving gear from one side of the stage to the other. <laughs> How many frontmen are there? <laughs> but they don't even care. They're having a great time. And then I'm going to hit them a couple times. There's like 12 singers battling for the mic. All right, Thrasher, bring her home. Here we go. First attack. Nat 20. There we yeah, go. Oh, there we go. Second attack. Oh, Damn. man. Well, it's a 26. So almost a nat 20 again. Got a 19. Okay. All right. Those are both hits. So for the, I'm just going to break them down since... So the first one's just max damage, right? It is max damage, and that includes the effect of the flame, which is an extra D6. So that first hit is 22 damage. Ooh. And then the next one is, uh, oh wait, no, it's 24 because it's plus two more for being raging. The second hit, 17 more. Spit him out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he has to, this, uh, this creature has to make a saving throw. Equal, the DC is equal to the amount of half the damage that he took. What's the save for? You'll see <laughs> if he fails it. Now he is prone. I don't know if that means anything. He gets an 18, which passes. So Nox is still trapped within. Are you hitting my face? Nox, you, f you feel some jostling. Hey, Demi, you want to do anything about that? <laughs> sure. I uh, cast Silvery Barb. Yes! As long as you haven't already used a reaction this round. No, I used it last round, technically, because I used it on Matt's turn. I used a reaction with Crash. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you could do it. Yes. If I can do it, I'm doing it. Crasher! No! <laughs> I love nothing more than watching somebody yell while moving away from the mic. Okay, so he's got to re-roll that. My most used spell. Take that. Not 20. Mm. Oh. Sorry, Thrash. He got it. It was worth a shot, man. He's prone, though, so he has disadvantage. Do it again. 
Now, you do get to pick somebody to give advantage to on their next check. Oh, yeah, it's going to Knox for sure. If I can see him in there. Hell yeah. You can see him out there because his head's sticking out. That's right. I see his little head poking out. <laughs> yeah, okay. I did say you could see his face, so that's that's fine. Boom. Cast it to him. Hit him right between the eyes with it. Yeah. Gamify. Gamify. I still imagine Thrasher just hitting me in the face. Get out of there. <laughs> Man, it's tough trying to be effective. God, I wish I had double created. You were close. Uh, Silvery Barbs has almost n- never worked, by the way. Yeah, I've noticed that. <laughs> On the ship, in yeah. the bar, right here, and another time for sure, just had no effect. They rolled better. My luck is so good <laughs> with the Silvery Barbs so far. Yeah, it really is. It is. Which means it has to almost be running out, right? All right, so who's right next to this thing? I mean, I rolled off the ship, so, I mean, I'm on the ground. I wouldn't say you're right next to it, though. I I agree. And since I hit it while I was raging, if it tries to attack somebody else, it has disadvantage. I also, I forgot that if it does attack somebody else and actually hit while it has that disadvantage, that creature also has resistance to the damage. Okay. Everybody has 12 bonus HP. Oh, that's good to know. And we have bonus eight, which I think is about to come in handy. Everyone within five feet of this thing, which I believe is just Thrasher at the moment, has to make a strength saving throw. Luckily, you have advantage on these, Thrasher, because you are raging. Don't roll a one. One reaction per turn, right? 16 per round. 16, that is a pass as the torrent of black torrential abyss intensifies and threatens to pull you off your feet but you hold strong and are not pulled within the creature in a rage lashes out at you with its claws so i'm gonna roll two attack rolls against you bring it on what you said i had advantage already so i wouldn't have attacked recklessly if i had advantage already no i said it was more fun if you did do it recklessly well that's (laughs) ridiculous Hey, is, wait, what's Thrasher's line? Or, sorry, Jared's line? Drag him. <laughs> wait, drag him? I always thought he said was saying dragon. <laughs> like Dungeons and Dragons? Without advantage, that's an 18 and a 17 to hit. Both hit. Okay, so you take 27 and 14 damage. Alrighty. So that's cut, and it is slashing damage. So that's... 13 and 7. So 20 total, and I have that 12 on top, so 8 damage to my regular. Yes, 8 damage to your regular health. Ow. (laughs) This foley is just so good. (laughs) It's always perfect. (laughs) All right, and now at the end of his turn, only the people who didn't roll this time against the Vortex. If you're within 20 feet, you now have to make a strength saving throw. I guess I probably am, huh? I think I said I was... 45 feet away, right? Uh, You were able to fly 15 feet away, so you're probably just outside of the range. So I'm probably in there, huh? Yeah. That's a 10. That is a 10. You are lifted off of your feet and pulled into the abyss. Hey, (laughs) Nah! Is he flying past me? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, could I get essentially an opportunity attack to grab him? Yes, but if you fail, you are automatically going with him. Because you normally couldn't do this. And I can't help, but you do have a bardic inspiration. Yeah, I'm going to try. Yeah, my boy. 
So what is that? Basically, like I'm attacking him. Uh, let's see. Well, let grabbing him. Probably, probably just a strength check. Strength save, maybe. Uh, he's pr he's proficient in strength checks anyway, so it's the same either way. Oh, I thought it was the saves. So I get my strength bonus plus my proficiency. Yeah, and you have advantage while you're raging. Okay. Here we go. Twenty-one. My man. Twenty-one. You. <clears throat> All right. You grab him. Got hold of Copes. Let's say Copes is in the middle of the air as you're struggling to hold on to him. You're not struggling. You've got him good. <laughs> but he's being. It's like you're actively fighting against the pull. Thank you, bro. I got you. Nox, you start to hear the voices. You hear people speaking in your mind. You feel unending blackness seem to be spreading, expanding around you. Do I need to get to go again? It's not your turn. Nox went after me, and then I didn't get to go again. Is it Nox after you? Alright, go ahead, Tyler. So this is a black hole, right? Pretty much. Yeah. So no light can penetrate this thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. He's getting technical. Like at all? Dude, what do you want, man? <laughs> I want... I want to cast... <coughs> daylight directly into its mouth to see if I can give Nox some kind of advantage on getting out of this thing. <laughs> I was never just like, here's what I want to do. It's always like, so is trees plants? I won't <laughs> promise that it works. I, that's fine with me, but this is what I'm thinking. So as Thrasher's holding Copes by his hooves. All right, I guess it's by the hooves. <laughs> He's going to lean his head back and a, a giant, a 60-foot radius sphere of light spreads out between his horns and he's going to launch it into the darkness to try to give Nox some kind of hope or some kind of... It's the light of Valendil. Wow! Saying. Wow! So I'm going to launch 60-foot radius sphere of light into its shit to see if I can help Nox at all. The batting just sucks up your light of forgiveness. Yeah, and that, that very well may happen, and I'm totally cool with that. But that's what I was thinking. The creature wilts under the light for just a moment before intensifying the vortex that makes up its head and sucking <clears throat> up the light. Oops! Now it's well lit inside of the creature, and Nox can see. And it's horrifying. I won't describe it because of how horrifying it is in there. <laughs> <laughs> I can see his poop. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see my hands? <laughs> There's no severed hands, right? All right, Nox, it's your turn now. Mm-hmm. You're trapped within this thing. You're hearing horrifying screams, and now you can see the horrible imagery inside of there. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off! Turn it off! <laughs> you get disadvantage as you're driven mad by the horrors. <laughs> I guess better than helping. You take 16 psychic damage. It's like his parents having sex. It's like, no! 16 psychic. Okay. 
Feels great. Feels great. Uh, let's see. How does that work for concentrations? Did I lose concentration as soon as I went into this thing? You became paralyzed, so yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's bad. Okay. Well, I didn't help you at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Shouldn't have rolled a one. You see Nox's face, it splits and starts to bleed on the side of this creature's body, and Nox calls out. Why'd you do light? Please, 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 please come and talk to us. We want to hear from everybody. Come hang out on our Discord. There's lots of fun there. Bunch of cool cats. And, um, and dad bod dogs. And you never have to wait more than a week for a new episode because we release every Thursday. So make sure you come back next week and hang out with us here at Discount Heroes where questionable results are always guaranteed.